You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Have you guys ever wondered if your taste in anime lines up with our esteemed hosts and anime experts lists? Have you ever been sitting at a party and somebody brings up anime and you just kind of nod along and pretend like you have any idea what they're talking about? Well, that'll be me today. Hopefully we have something for both of you because this is systematic geekology, which means we are your priest to the geeks. I am Joe. I will be the official peace mover for today's festivities. And I am joined with some thoroughly nerdy anime fans. You want to go first, Kino? So I'm Kino Kennedy. I'm a pastor of Union Bethlehem Zion Church in Cornelius, and I am a huge, huge anime fan. Um, Josh and TJ know that I like Star Wars and Dragon Ball, and my favorite character is Vegeta. Just putting it out there. Okay? Come for me if you want to. We can have a discussion. I'm not scared. It's still Vegeta. It's not ridiculous. It's not ridiculous to say that. There's some folks, some folks who just have an appreciation for uh, Goku, but I like the evolution of Vegeta. Mm-hmm. He I'm, has evolved. I'm TJ Blackwell. I am hardly affiliated with the church, but I do attend. I do uh, host of the whole church podcast. And man, I'm just, a, I'm just a nerd. I've dipped my toes into pretty much everything you can imagine. So I'm all over the place. Been on a big bleach kick though. Just read all of Bleach in the past couple days. It's so good. It's so good. Nice. And this week's, uh, we have a special guest with us. Josh, you want to go ahead and uh, introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, I am Josh Rosengrantz. I am a college student with no podcast to my name, unlike this, uh, you know, quite a rogues gallery we have going already. Um, I am computer engineering major, and I am also... Uh, I have been a fan of anime for, uh, you know, a considerable portion of my life, short though that may be, um, as I think the youngest one on. Uh, and I have on my phone a, just a list of, of anime that I have watched slash will be watching slash am watching. And it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes far is what it goes. It's bad. Yeah, I don't even I stopped trying to keep a list yep. in high school because I just wasn't. It's, it's, too much, it's too much to watch. It's too much to take in. I pick and choose my poison every now and again. That's the only way I can make it work. <laughs> yeah, I, I am very much going to be the the token 90s kid with the references that I make. You can tell that my era of anime is a very specific one, and my style of anime is a very specific one. Um but yeah, we will definitely, I'm very interested to get into a bit of a conversation about DBZ. But Kino, I will let you go ahead and kick it off. We're going to do um, a bit of a, a bit of a round table. Everybody's going to throw out some, some recommendations, some of their favorites in the anime world. So my recommendation is uh, Black Clover. I like Black Clover. Um, and also Attack on Titans and my... Uh, my hero academia um but i'm i'm i have to admit that did i not i did not see the juju jakaizen movie because i forgot it was happening too much stuff was going on and uh but demon slayer demon slayer just demon slayer okay yeah that's that's my five i know i'm supposed to do three i just threw them out there i threw them out there that's what i that's what i was on that's what i'm currently on that's what i've been on those are those are my favorites outside of Dragon Ball, which we're not going to talk about just yet, but we'll talk about. It. Yeah, that's that's the solid like modern, like current anime pantheon. You know, now, I have some gems too. Now I have some gems, yeah. but that's just to just to get people to yeah. wet their palace and be all interested. Right. Four really solid shows, and then My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey now, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what you saying now? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what are you, what are you my hero's great it's yeah. all right yeah yeah i i feel like i was largely <laughs> disinterested in my hero academia when i tried it i mean i i'm also the type that like the flashier the better the more like you know 
that it, style it does, of doing it. It gets flashier. It does. But it also gets yeah. worse, in my opinion. <laughs> after <sighs> after the uh oh, what do they call themselves? The Liberation Army, whatever they call themselves. After that arc, it really went downhill for me. But yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna touch that. I'm not gonna touch that. I'm not gonna argue. <laughs> Everybody's entitled to their opinion, and that's okay. Even if the well, I just chalk it up to I just chalk it up to chalk it up to uh, Josh. They spend so much time together that it's kind of like a contagion, right? Josh has such bad opinions that when when somebody like TJ is around him that much, just bad opinions have a way of of rubbing off on other people. You know? Oh, that <laughs> might be true, but that's not one of them. And to clarify, I've I've been told I'm the Josh with the good opinions. As opposed to the touch yeah. with the bad opinions. <laughs> so so as the the SG Illuminati has spoken and Josh will further this Josh will be henceforth known as second Josh or Josh with the good opinions. Mm-hmm. Um the edict has come down from on high. Josh the Josh, our producer Josh, will only ever be known as producer Josh or Josh with the bad opinions. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so you mentioned um Attack on Titan. Somebody, yes. enough people finally recommended uh, yes. that show to me that I'm like, okay, let me, you know, I don't have a whole lot of time to to really jump into a whole new series. Cherry pick like five episodes for me to watch. It gives me a good idea of what the show is about. And they did. And it made me go back from the beginning and start that show fresh. Mm. That That show to me is probably the best I've seen from a modern standpoint at giving give me a world i've said this on a bunch of different shows right give me a world that i feel like i could live in like this is this is fleshed out there's storytelling here like there's there's weight behind the characters all of those kinds of things you've got me hook hook line and sinker it doesn't have to be the prettiest show it doesn't have to be any of those things but if you give me a lived in world i am here for it and attack on titan did that in spades Amen. All right. Wonderful. Glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, Attack on Titans has uh, it. It it grew on me. I think. I think I was in that uh, that void of like, dag. What I'm gonna watch after all the Demon Slayer I had had watched? I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see because folks have been talking about Attack on Titans as well. But it it is. You, you're right. Uh, Joe, it's 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 a, it, it is it is it is a, a world where you can understand, grasp, and put your, see yourself in um, any characters that you want to point your, point out that they speak to you in a way that that makes the anime fun. In my mm-hmm. opinion, Attack on Titan, as crazy as it sounds, I think it's underrated. You know, hmm. nobody's out here saying it's bad. It just doesn't get the praise it deserves, in my opinion, and that might be because of the lackluster ending. Which I'm not going to spoil for anybody. Ooh, oh, please don't. That. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I am. I should say I. Until recently, I'd only seen the first season, and I had seen it twice. And recently, I'm like, you know what? No, I'm gonna. I gotta get through the whole show. And I, I am three seasons down. The fourth, the fourth season is on the horizon, and might be what I'm doing when we finish recording this. To be honest, because oh, it's got so good in season three. <laughs> you know, the whole show is just solid front to back. And I like the ending. A lot of people didn't. I like it. I'm pretty sure it's in your makeup that you have to be contrarian to what other people don't like. No. If something's good, <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Um, yeah, Demon Slayer is another one of those that I've heard so much about, but like I have not had the time to actually get into it. The episode that you guys did on Demon Slayer got me a little hype for it i'm like i need to i might need to need to check that out you know yeah you should it is gorgeous it, it is wow that is that is a wonderful wonderful again i will i will say this uh i'm not a huge um um manga reader but demon slayer was the only anime that i watched and then read the mangas just to find out how it ended and we'll still watch every single episode over again just to feel that same, get that same feeling. Yeah, there are only a few shows where I, you know, will watch it. Then I'll read it because that's just what I do. I read the thing and then keep watching the new episodes as they come out. They are One Piece, Demon Slayer, 
and Bleach and Berserk. Vinland Saga. List is a little bit longer than I let on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's not everything I read. Yeah, the only so, thing that I've done that for is uh, Dragon Ball. You know, I, I was uh, I found the manga when I was a teenager and, and really enjoyed that. But otherwise, I just I don't know what it is about manga. But I that for as much as I love comics, I just have such a hard time getting into. I don't know if it's the the style that they're written or what have you. Gorgeous. A lot of the time, absolutely stunning, but just cannot find myself getting yeah. into it. It's it's the reading backwards part. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, if if I'm going to go for my top three, I'll do three. Uh, Berserk is going first overall. Easy. Uh, after that, it gets a little muddy, but I'm going to say One Piece and then Hunter Hunter. Yeah. I, I, okay. If, if I'm doing a top three, okay. There's just incredible characters, incredible worlds from all three. Interesting power systems. Not so much from Berserk. The power system in Berserk is just struggle until you die, but it works. It fits the tone of the show. So. Okay. So I'm gonna again show the fact that I am absolutely just here to look pretty for ninety percent of this episode, but. So, soundbite. What is what is Berserk? I've never heard of that one. Oh wow! I've never seen Berserk, but I have I have heard of it. I've have, I've heard of it too, but I, I that's not my wheelhouse. So, Berserk is a seinen uh, property, which uh, most anime that we watch are shonen. They're for written for younger boys. Seinen's written for you know like angsty teenagers. Right off the bat, the tone is much darker. Uh, our protagonist Guts uh, finds a well. He's an orphan. Finds a band of mercenaries he fits in well with. I don't want to spoil anything. It's, That's the worst part about trying to talk about the shows. It's like you want to tell like the main idea, but if you, there's a certain point where you start telling the main idea and you just lose the entire story. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say there is. I've never seen a person. You know, never mind. Uh, Guts is the job of manga. <laughs> Except there is no reward for him at the end. Mm. So far. Okay. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, the author did die last year. Uh, he was suffering chronic illness, but they are going to finish it according to his wishes. So we'll see. But it is the best dark fantasy property I've ever, you know, consumed by far. Really powerful story beats. Really incredibly intriguing world. It's just, it's, I cannot say enough good things about it, actually. It's hard to form the words. So you had me. TJ, this is the manga? Yeah, the manga, yeah. Uh, The anime are not good, unfortunately. None of the anime for Berserk are good. The Golden Age movies that were released in the 90s, those are good. Oh, so this is an older property. This is old. This is really old. Ongoing, but old. I mean, it is. So the art in this book could be hung in a museum. Hmm. It is incredible. I just, man. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, I feel like dark fantasy is one of those genres that it might be because of the the time period in which I grew up and the kinds of things that I watched as a kid. But like fit, that's the type of fantasy that like that 14 year old boy part of my brain is like, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like high fantasy was it shield and sword? It's called, you know, that that sort of mainline fantasy. Meh. Most of it is mediocre and basically just the same story regurgitated to different settings. Uh, but yeah, that sounds that sounds like an interesting premise. Yeah. If you've if you've ever seen a piece of like so much of what you've consumed is probably inspired in some way by Berserk. Uh, if you've ever seen any character swinging around a sword as big as he is. That's Berserk inspired in one way or another. I'm not kidding. So you're saying if you Most, watch Bleach, you, you yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Bleach, Black Clover, uh, you know, other big sword shows. First Berserk thing that came inspired. to my mind was Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cloud, absolutely Berserk inspired. Um, <laughs> Elden Ring actually is absolutely filled with. Uh, Berserk references, and if you've been following the show, you've heard me on a show. I probably talked about Elden Ring recently. Incredible game. Yeah, 
I feel like that was a solid uh, month's worth of episodes where you could kind of tell when those movie or when those uh, episodes were recorded by the fact that in every single one of them, your recommendation at the end was Elden Ring. Yeah. Timestamp. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Had to. I still do. If you haven't played it yet, go get it. Yeah. Can't say as though I have. But then again, I so so one of the quick hot take because I'm good for at least one per episode. Skyrim. So incredibly overrated. So like such a just a boring slog of of a game. But then again, I'm not the biggest giant open world sandbox sort of sort of video game uh, player. I, I random side tangent. But yeah. I'm one of yeah. those people that thinks that Skyrim is is incredibly overrated. Yeah, Skyrim yeah, is like the the third. <laughs> no, I, Skyrim's like the third best Elder Scrolls game. Forget RPG. Skyrim, Skyrim in the first playthrough, I thought was great, and then I play. I've replayed it once or twice. Still good. Modded it to death. Amazing. But I think the best incarnation is a. It's like a game that used Skyrim as its own engine. It's called Elderall. It's uh, free on Steam, but it only works if you have uh, Skyrim already. It's great. It's just a phenomenal, much better story, much better just everything. Yeah, uh, Hunter x Hunter is one of those shows that, again, I just have heard so much about it that I've seen random episodes of it. And it's weird. It's Or at least the episodes that I watch are weird. Uh, but enough that I'm interested, you know? Oh, yeah. It's going to get weird. It's going to get a little funky. Yes. Yes, it is. And it is incredible. It, it yeah. is. So it good. is. Uh, I will say that um, I like to stick to what I know. And my youngest son recommended to me we watch Hunter x Hunter. And I was blown away. Mm-hmm. And blown it's away. Uh, it's written by the same man who wrote Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh. Like that, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it See, is, now you're speaking my language. Yeah, I don't want to say it's better than Yu Yu Hakusho, so I'm not gonna. But somebody, some somebody from my generation just got—they were real ready with their keyboard, man. You just, just give them a reason, you know. Uh, but if I mean, if he finishes Hunter Hunter, it will be. If he he is also struggling with chronic illness, the the cram mentality and the manga scene is absolutely horrible. Yeah. But. Yeah. I've heard a lot of those those styles of of uh I'll call it art creation. And and I'm encompassing a lot of things, kind of have that same similar down note when you hear about a lot of the creators suffering from chronic illnesses or just like basically working themselves to death. He's also married to the author of Sailor Moon, by the oh. way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, so she she'll help him like pin panels when, you know, he's too sick or injured to work. And if he does pass away, they've already planned this out. She's going to finish the series for him. Hmm. So somber note, but Nin is the best power system in any anime I've ever seen. It is so unique, incredibly in-depth, and very refreshing. It's right up there with like, you know, like Full Metal Alchemist, Alchemy, and, Ooh. you know, Bonkai. It's, it's great. <laughs> cool. All right. Second Josh. You're yes. up. I've I've got some I've got a lot of very mainstream ones that I could talk about like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure I am very big into that with a whole group of my friends at college that we we're watching through Part Six just came out we're gonna watch that next semester uh, that should be great uh, but I also have uh, I also have some more I don't know if they'd be some obscure ones but more it's a t- different genre than usually you hear talked about um, this is one that I think um, Joe would be much more into. Um, because it is a horror anime uh, and it is it's actually a, an entire series of anime and some VNs uh, visual novels that the whole story isn't told in order and it's rather unclear what the correct order is and that's part of kind of the mystery of the show and the horror of the show it's called Higurashi okay I um, thought you were going to say Monogatari for a second oh. no Uh-oh. no it's called Higurashi uh, the now the main series that I've been watching is Higurashi when they cry. Um, there is a, there is a few different things that kind of all branch off of that. Um, but that that's one I I like to recommend. It's not as as well heard of, and it's a very different 
uh, kind of anime. It's cause it gives you a much different feel than something like JoJo's does. So, so it's like fate. Like you can watch one series, and then just depending on what you feel like, you can watch a completely like you can watch the sequel. But there are two other sequel series that you could also watch instead, and those are also valid paths for the story to continue. And Question most mark. recently, they <laughs> they were they they were very sneaky, which was very bad for me because. What they what they did was they made a new version of the show um, because the original the original Higurashi when they cry is pretty old and the uh, and the arts and the art style really shows it in the animation um, and so they did a remake and it was it was like a shot for shot remake until it wasn't and it slowly slowly oh no something's gone wrong and it turned out it was actually the the next sequel sh- series and it. And I only found this out partway through. So if you do watch Higurashi, don't necessarily watch Higurashi when they cry. Go slash new first. I would recommend watching the other one first. But I, I, I've even looked this up. I've spent significant time trying to figure out what order to watch it in. It's it's a mess. And it's it's very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I've never heard of that. See, if storytelling elements like that are done well, I'm a big fan of that kind of like almost disjointed in a way but not actually disjointed they are telling a a continuous story it's just not necessarily in order and that's probably star wars effect on my brain with the way that that was released in the way that i i watched through that but yeah i feel like that kind of um craftsmanship yeah let's go with craftsmanship is kind of very singularly found in anime and like this style of presentation because i'm inclu- i'm including manga in that as uh, as well like that style of of craftsmanship if it's something that's us based i don't think you're going to find that that same kind of patience taken to it and thoughtful storytelling and you know same thing with like comics not really something like something like that you're going to find there but yeah the in in anime adjacent stuff for sure and speaking of anime adjacency, I want to ask you guys um, what your opinion on is Ruby an anime or not? No, no, I've never heard of it. OK, uh, I'm R- glad I'm not the only one because I was going to. Uh, oh, wait, it's wait. R.W.B.Y. R-W-B-Y. Yes. Ruby. Yeah. yes, yes. You know what? One day I saw this on Amazon Prime and I just watched it just to see what it was about. And I was like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I don't me, like it. Let me go ask my roommate. He's a huge Ruby fan. He's playing Smite right now, probably using one of the Ruby skins that are in Smite. Oh, and I'll see what he says. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm I am very much I like things that even that that aren't necessarily anime in the strictest definition, like Ruby, which is not. It was, I believe, an American-made series, which was uh, piloted by Monte Uum before he passed. Um, which I, I personally, first season amazing, second season good, and then it all downhill from there because yeah, yeah. that's Monte Uum died partway through season two, and it was really the most sad part because I, I personally really did love Ruby. Maybe I watched maybe season two or season three. I don't know. But what I watched, I was like, I don't like this. This is this is not for me. He said no. Ruby is American made. Doesn't count. Right. Yeah. It is American made. That's why I was like, it's 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 one of those ones that kind of it's very much it there's no doubt it's anime inspired and it's meant to look very similar. And I, I tend to lean towards like a more inclusive in that sense uh definition of anime. Um, but that that leads to another one, um, Tower of God. Oh, I like Tower of God. I yeah. like Tower of God. So that's a good one. Tower of God is it's one of the f- the few uh, series that I ever read the source material first, um, and that's because uh, back when back before that became like an anime, which you can also debate about that one. Um, before it became an anime, it was a webcomic uh, on Webtoon. And back then I was really into reading different webcomics and reading through Tower of God. It was it, it, at bare minimum top three of all webcomics I've ever read. It was just it is such a great story. And when I heard that they were make they were making it was one of I think one of the first 
uh, web comics they made into an anime. And I was like, I was blown away. Like, they're going to do that? It's Whoa, because <laughs> that's a great show they're going to make. Do you, read, uh, do you read Hardcore Leveling Warrior? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, also I did. love that. I love that. I like it more than I like Tower of God, but that's probably just a me thing. Yeah, okay, I so I've got a bit higher. But... I'll ask, what is Tower of God? All right, let's, let me try Take to away, Josh. briefly. Oh, I did not Tower finish the series. Um, to, give, to give you a brief idea of it, um, it it follows... Does anyone remember the main protagonist's name? It's been too long since I... No. I could, no but, um, so it all takes place in this place called the Tower. Um it is said that if you can get to the very highest level of the tower, any wish can be granted to you. Uh, and various groups of people are all working together, trying to get up there. And there is what's called the King of the tower. Uh, I think his name is like Jehod. It's a kind of an, it's, it's a, uh, the whole series is originally, I believe was written by in Korean. So the, the names escape me a little bit in pronunciation. Bam. Uh, uh, bam. Yes. Uh, and so it follows Bam and on his journey through there. But uh, but of course, as with many anime protagonists, he is very special. Uh, most people are what are called regulars, uh, where they are very, very, they have to follow these very strict rules of the tower, including like the magic system and everything. Um, he is one of the few that are called irregulars, um, which roughly speaking means that he's can kind of bend and or break some of the rules of the tower and is just overpowered in most situations. <laughs> uh, and it kind of follows the story. He is trying to find uh, the, this girl that's was kind of his driving force at, at, at the beginning of the series. Um, and he's all the while, there are all these different um, groups at work that are trying to manipulate him and a bunch of other regulars to either uh, end with him dead or with him killing the king because they want to throw a revolution. And that doesn't even begin to get to the whole thing. Uh, you really have to watch it or read it yourself to get any real idea of what's going on. But there's just a lot oh, of yeah, really cool that, elements in Shadow of God. Yeah, that sounds interesting. That is one thing about webtoons. I feel like most of them run long. Yeah. Like if you aren't in it reading it, you're going to get lost easy. Yeah. It's not going to be able to catch up on what happened. I've, I've been off webtoon for like a year and a half and it's daunting. Like I want to go back cause I want to catch up on tower of God and the gamer and hardcore leveling warrior and like three other series. Uh, Laura and it is daunting to even consider trying. I didn't get Laura Olympus to be honest, but it's pretty good. Uh, but it is daunting to just even think about going back to that. Look, Hardcore leveling warrior, finish it. It's absolutely worth it. Did they finish it? Yeah, yeah, it oh, ended uh, okay. a few mind. weeks I ago. Go back. Never mind. I'm getting back on webtoon. Woo! Yeah. Uh, it's actually it was one of the funniest things I've ever read. He started the epilogue, did two epilogue chapters, and then on the third one, it basically just said, "Hey, I didn't really know where I was going with this epilogue. This is the end of the story. Thanks for reading it." Shout out to all my my great team. Nice. That's funny. It's great. Really, really funny way to end the series. Yeah. And it was still good for the record. So anything else for your uh, list, Josh? I mean, I could go on for ages and ages, but um, another one that's a, a little different uh, one would be Agretzko. Have any of you watched Agretzko? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Still Agretzko, on Netflix? Uh, yeah. I think they... I think they are the ones who like make it. So I think they're always going to have it. Um, or at least they have some sort of deal with it. Uh, yeah. A Gretzko, is great. It's an, it's a very nice, uh, change of pace. It follows, uh, the titular character, uh, Retzko. Um, and she's an office worker and it's, it starts off as like, you know, a cute little like office drama. And then it partway through, it's like, ah, but she has, a secret not a terrible secret her secret is that she loves karaoke but not just karaoke death metal karaoke <laughs> and it is it's it's made all the better by the series art style where like they it, it's they're all all the characters are animals and she's a little red fox <laughs> or a little red panda rather and 
it's 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 a very it's a very funny series uh it's lighthearted. it has it has its moments of kind of it's everything it's got you know its own romance subplot subplot like every other anime always has some romance subplot somewhere um but uh one of the one of the cooler aspects of agretto is as i said all the characters are uh animals but what's interesting about that is most of them um there's there's a reason why they are what animal they are uh like one of her co-workers is a deer and the reason it being is because she's she always acts all doughy-eyed to get what she wants and there's lots of little little jokes and puns like that throughout there with the character creation which which i enjoy trying to to figure out some more obvious than others but yeah i, I would like to shout out one piece real quick not a lot of romance subplots in One Piece. Very impressive for a series that's been running for well over twenty years. That's funny. Gotta yeah. say, just just make your main character completely oblivious to the machinations of the female heart, and that's you're, you get you struck gold. He's just completely numb to it. So right. one last, I gotta get, I gotta sneak one in on you, Joe. One last one, which I think it's definitely more of a my generation thing from what I've been able to tell. And it's, it's what I'm going to be using on my, my one roommate who is firmly anti-anime uh, next semester. What we're going to use to get him into anime because it's his kind of thing. Death Note. <gasps> oh, yeah. Ah, I yep. like Death Note. Death Note. Yeah. It is, it is, I think it, it's fascinating. Uh, it's, it's very much a, there's, there's a difference between a hero and a protagonist. Uh, like, you're, who you're actively rooting for and who you're like, who the series sets you up to root for talking. There's, you can't talk about it too much because of how just great of a story it is and how it unfolds. Um, and I just have to say it's still one of my favorite series with just until like the last five episodes. <laughs> yeah. Death Note is like one of the best starter animes. It really, if yeah, you it aren't is. worried about ruining other anime for them. That's why I, I really did not like to see so many people start watching anime with Attack on Titan. Because realistically, it does not get a whole lot better from there. No. Yeah. Not like Attack on Titan is a masterpiece. Death Note's good, but you have room to grow. Yeah. Just a, not a whole lot of room, though. Because Death Note, no, again, is, yeah. is way up there. But it, it, it gives you what uh, an unfortunate amount of series do with a questionable ending. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I think really Demon Slayer is the perfect starter anime. It is because it's gorgeous. It is. It will keep you entertained. It will. But there are much more intriguing, much more engaging stories. Yes, Demon Slayer is uh, perfect. Hey Josh, would you? I would yeah. also recommend Assassination Classroom for your non-anime anime roommate. All right. Have you Have you seen that one? I'll say I haven't seen that. So that would be a new one for both of us, yeah. Okay, so Assassination Classroom is this guy who is the number one assassin in his area, and he is teaching his kids how to assassinate him, and he has these tentacles, and they got these BB guns or these pellet guns, I think it is, and they're trying to kill him every so often, never can kill him, but it, it it ends so beautiful, I think I cried at the end. I think I cried at the end, yeah. Yeah. Also, I think Bleach is an underrated good starter anime. Bleach is just long. Bleach is long. Bleach is a little long. It's a little long for a starter anime. Yeah. 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 Maybe a little. Maybe and like they're two. continuing it this year. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. start with Death Note because it's short. Yes. And then be able to jump yeah. right Death to Bleach. Very short. There you go. There you go. That's a good, that's a good way to work it. Then, go to, then you can watch One Piece. Oh, Once boy. You, <laughs> like, okay. All right. So now you go, this is the only show Death we're going to have to watch. Death Note, Demon Slayer, Hunter Hunter, Bleach, One Piece. That's like a that's a steady length progression for you. That's... I just can't commit just watching all of that. That One Piece is is a little extensive. Oh, just take it out little little by little. No, a couple no. episodes a day. I can't You'll catch up in like six years. Six? Yeah, that's my point. That's my <laughs> that is my point. That is that's a lot. I I need closure. Really, if you if you watch two episodes a day. Oh you will catch up in two years. I, I, that's that's just still too much. No, that is still See, too much for me. That actually doesn't sound too bad. Just I just 
I've watched. I've only seen like half of the first season so far, and it was, so, hadn't yeah. pulled me in. At yeah, that point. I'm like, yeah, you, you, if you read the manga and ooh. then just watch from current release, you'll be caught up in like a month and a half. No, yeah, that, how long that, will it take to read the manga? <laughs> that depends on you. <laughs> Took me like a month, yeah. month and a half. Oh, oh gosh. Oh gosh, I can, I can. It's so worth it. It's worth it, Kino. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not worth it. It's it's just listen, uh, TJ and Josh. I don't know about you, Joe, but I have a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have responsibilities. Okay, mm-hmm. I have to pick and choose what I'm going to watch, when, and for how long, and mm-hmm. I cannot commit to One Piece. Set your heart know. ablaze. <laughs> I'm not, say, I'm not saying One Piece ain't because I, I do like it. I, what I've seen so far, I, I like. I do like. I just can't commit. Just cannot commit. And and bro, that's that's why I married another geek. That's just then it's it's all built in that way. You just you have the ample opportunity to go back and watch these things. And now, on top of it, you you you're literally a panelist on a podcast. I'm doing I'm doing it for the podcast. I'm just I'm doing it for the podcast. True. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's I have other stuff going on. Okay. <laughs> I have other stuff and, and to say and to commit to two episodes a day for two years. I mean that's a I, it's a cool forty minutes. You know? I think Especially what we're learning here is that Kino just needs to under just needs to understand a little bit about prioritization. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, Kino yeah. needs to get on his One Piece grind. <laughs> Y'all, you don't know what you don't know is that I will probably try to finish the season in a night. That's what I would try to do. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. I know, I know. That's why, like, I can't commit. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. What should um, I watch when I finish Attack on Titan in like a week? What have you seen? What should be my next series? Yeah, what have you seen? <laughs> that would take too long to figure that out. Hunter Hunter? I've seen one season of Hunter Hunter. Watch the rest. Yes. That's fair. That was yes. definitely watch the rest. It. Yes. Alright. Uh put on next. <laughs> so I've successfully one more thing Joed into I think like twenty extra minutes of audio. So Yeah. <laughs> um but you know that's a that's a, a good it's a good question to ask because I think, uh, you know, when I think that's part of the issue with anime that even for somebody like me, right? I, so, so real big surprise on my short list that I would immediately point to is Dragon, well, specifically Dragon Ball. I think Dragon Ball is the best out of any of it. I think Dragon Ball is way better than Dragon Ball Z. Just pound for pound comparison. I'm not saying Dragon Ball Z is bad. Uh, Dragon Ball Z is is also amazing. The wheels fall off in every single direction after Z, but- That's not true. uh, GT came after Z. Right, GT is GT's a problem. No. No. No, that's that is blasphemy. That what? In, okay, so if you compare GT and Super, okay. To be th- fair, I haven't seen Super, so I, I okay, have no. You have not seen Super. Super. Very easy. Super is bad. Yeah. No, I've seen I've seen Z, and I've well, I've seen most of Z, and I've seen some of GT, and I was just like, what? Why? What is happening? The <laughs> tournament of power was boring. Yeah. The current arc, the, these last two arcs in Dragon Ball Super, though are the best Dragon Ball I have seen since I watched GT for the first time. The Moro arc and the Granola arc are incredible. I can't get over it. They are so good. TJ, I think it was you that got me that got me on to checking that out, and I did. And part of the reason why it is so stellar and so good is because they stopped trying to go in every other direction and took it back to some of the core fundamentals mm-hmm. that made Dragon Ball great in the first place. That's mm-hmm. half my problem, right? Okay, so you have all of these built-up characters over all of this time, all of this equity is put into this brand and then Super comes along and it's like a 10-year-old boy with the with the, the action figures in the toy chest, right? Opens up the toy chest, bang, 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 puts the toy chest away. No, No thoughtful idea to to telling some stories you know gt is far from a perfect series but at least it tried to do something with itself rather than you know just how far can we power scale saiyans before it's just stupid yeah 
also Super Saiyan 4 is the better transformation. It's yes. way cooler than Super Saiyan God. I'm going to die on that hill and it's going to take a lot of people to kill me on that hill. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm up there with you because you have you have Super Saiyan 4 that's like, you know, buffed out red fur extension of the Ozaru uh, transformation, all of those kinds of things. You have pink Goku. That's that's Super Saiyan God, folks. It's pink Goku. Come on. Like that's and what so everybody stands in the circles and sings Kumbaya for five minutes and then you've got a Super that's Saiyan God. That was Come hilarious. On. That was so funny. It's like okay, everybody, join hands. I can't do it without your power. <laughs> so funny story about DBZ. I actually I got halfway through the American um the the american showing of the series as it was showing in real time they stopped showing it for a while i got my hands on the japanese version and so from after uh the cell arc on my yep. first experience with dragon ball z was the was the japanese same thing with gt gt i saw the japanese before i saw the american if you if you have an opportunity to watch one of the two, try and watch the Japanese version. Just the the music, the ambiance, everything that people have a tendency to complain about as with with the the uh, dubbed uh, GT is fixed when you watch it in its original state. I for one love the GT English theme. I will say Welcome when I did Rant watch Rant it, Rant that was the one thing I enjoyed about it. About it. But GT. it has been a long time uh, since I watched GT for the first time, so maybe I do need to go back and rewatch it. Maybe I should just maybe maybe instead of uh, doing Hunter Hunter, I should just do all of Dragon Ball in a row. Yes, I, I have one problem with this box set of Dragon Ball GT that I bought. It does not have that opening on it. Oh. <laughs> terrible i still watch it every night but it's just not the same so real quick since we're talking about dragon ball z um all i've got, got to say kino about your vegeta comment is piccolo did it first and piccolo did it better fight me not better oh 100 percent better oh definitely piccolo was a great stepdaddy okay <laughs> <laughs> he was Piccolo's a great stepdaddy the, the best dad in the series easy yeah. Easy, yeah. easy, easy, easy. I mean, yeah. have y'all seen a Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like they literally joke about how I'm a better father than you. <laughs> like it's it's uh, I, I literally I today I, I finished rewatching uh, the bridge and it, uh, I love a bridge series when they're when they're good. And yeah, Dragon Ball Z bridge. So good. It's the best one. Yeah, it's it the is, best it is by far series. the best bridge I've seen. Sword Art Online? Um, I've heard good... Close. Yeah. SAO Sleeper Bridge, great, until it isn't, just like the original SAO. Um, and I've heard good things about Helsinger Bridge, but I haven't seen the original Helsing, so I haven't watched Helsinger Bridge. So, I've heard of Helsing, but I've never watched it. Helsing is good. But also, good. the fact that Super has finally gone back to Vegeta and Goku being distinct is perfect. Ultra Ego and Ultra Instinct are, you know... Like second and third coolest power up in the show, maybe third and fourth, because I I really do like Super Saiyan three and Super Saiyan four naturally is number one. Yeah, I I think I'm not a big fan of Super Saiyan three. I don't like the long hair look. I don't know, and the no eyebrows. It's just weird to me. I don't know. I think I feel like it's it's uh, Akira Toriyama in all of the wrong ways. The best ways. Well, actually, the no eyebrows came back for Ultra Ego. So, pretty big fan of that. Goku straight up calls it a uh, weird face mode. Uh, when when Vegeta's fighting Granola, he's like, you can't beat him in weird face mode? What do you, what do you mean weird face mode? It's called Ultra Ego. But yeah, between... I, I, it's probably because I'm such a fan <clears throat> of the original Dragon Ball. And like I, I just think that with, with Piccolo... There's so much untapped potential there for storytelling. And honestly, I I don't care about Saiyans. I don't. There's so many of them. I don't care. The only one that I care, they can't throw a bone to. And that's it. And that's Gohan. 
Like they made, they made him the, the best until he just wasn't anymore. And yeah, they do. They throw him a little, they throw him a chicken bone in the Moro arc, but that's it. Yeah. But so I want to take the opportunity while we're talking about anime to show, to show some love to one of my absolute favorite IPs growing up Digimon. Digimon. Yeah. They redid Digimon adventure one during 2020 and uh oh it was it was if if you grew up especially if you grew up watching the um the american run like back in the back in the 90s and like if you're a fan oh dude it's it's a love letter in all the best ways to digimon fans that are out there and right after that finished because that was a straight reimagining like that was a they very much took all of these characters they took all of the setting you know the digi destined with the partner digimon and the whole nine yards kind of lifted copy paste tried to make it a bit more substantive than it was originally and then they came out with uh ghost game in in 2021 and it's still going on digimon ghost game might be the best digimon series that i've seen so far it is straight up digimon horror and it is phenomenal like there there's a uh one of the the big bads in the original series was devimon who was basically like a literally like a giant devil essentially and the the climactic battle is angemon versus devimon we don't need to think too hard about this guys (laughs) but the you know with, with with the way that it was presented and you know that couple that coupled with just the themes and the tones and all of those kinds of things it it was only a matter of time until somebody took those kinds of concepts and just ratcheted up the horror element of it and that's what this does and like it's got an intriguing story plot to it that like it's one of those i can't remember what you guys said what show you said it about but essentially you got to watch it to get all the nuance and the the depth of the storytelling and all of those kinds of things. But like, honestly, for something that takes the, the premise and you can still see the influence of the original premise and changes the subgenre, if you will, from adventure in fantasy to adventure horror, I think it's chef's kiss, you know? My favorite Digimon is Digimon Frontier. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you're probably in the minority by saying that because by yeah. by the the purists that's c- considered one of the weaker um did you but that's honestly because it took the formula that was established by um uh adventure one that they had in some way shape or form continued on with through the first several series even past season two of adventure like even into other ones and they just kind of tossed that out and went a different direction with it and i thought it was well done it was cool yeah it was sick you turn into a digimon that's awesome yeah i remember enjoying the fact that that it just it, it was more i always wondered right like you get this you get this big kaiju battle going on right in the first couple of a couple of series and it's all sunshine and rainbows right but like what are the humans doing the whole time you know what i mean they're Cowering. just kind of sta- standing there on the sideline like cheerleaders rooting their digimon on into into victory sort of thing but like this put the human in the fray as part of the story I thought that was a very interesting path to take, especially for me when it first came out. This is when I was still very into tech and computers and all of those kinds of things. And and so for me, that was the way that they kind of went that route of having it be more like a computer program and that sort of thing, I thought was very well done. Just doesn't get enough love. I had to bring it up. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I mean those those are probably the most notable ones that I would that I would bring to to this conversation. You know, a lot of my other ones are all are all series that and this is kind of one of the things that I appreciate the most about the style of anime that I appreciate is it's really a very it's like when it's like people take the essence of the literary elements, right? 
the hero's journey, those kinds of things, like the core storytelling pieces. And you concentrate it to such a level that it's it's like a reimagining of the source material with with flashiness on top. And it, it pokes and prods at deeper concepts that allows for, you know, chewing the scenery a little bit, if you will. You know, it, it gives the characters some some dimension and some weight and all of those things while asking yourself thought provoking questions while watching something that's just cool to watch. You know what I mean? That's what everything should strive to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, I think the thing that that baffles me about it the most is to to, to harken back to the uh, episode two, I think you guys said it was when we the the last time that Kino and I were on an episode together, we talked about whether or not anime is is okay and it, you know kind of why some of the what's and the whys of why Christians ha- tend to have a bit of a problem with anime in comparison to some other geekdoms and stuff like that. But uh, to me, it's no different than than reading some of these epics that you know, are commonplace to be taught in school and stuff like that, because you're essentially just repackaging these, these main core stories just in a different kind of way than, than what some other IPs look like, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of different ways to tell really good stories. And I think people get hung up on mediums a lot. Like, you know, like I said, my one roommate doesn't like anime and it's, you know, whether it's just because of what kinds of anime he thinks of as anime or if it's the genre, the medium itself, I don't know. I'm not sure. And that's what we're going to find out. But there's just lots of mediums for stories that people just will not explore for just spite of the medium itself. Anime like D&D as a, as a storytelling genre, I think is one of the kind of the hidden gems of storytelling genres, uh, just not just D&D, but tabletop role-playing games very generally. Um, as I said, webcomics, reading manga. There's just there's all sorts of different things. Podcasts, shocking enough. Yeah, I think, right. I think anything that causes us to have more of introspection of what we do and who we are, and anime does that a lot, um, yeah. by retelling them. It's, in essence, it's always it's almost the same story, but it's retold in a different way. Um, but it causes us to to reflect and to ponder. Actually, is is my life worth something? Because I'm watching I'm watching Hunter Hunter struggle and trying to find his daddy. Jing, <laughs> where are you? You know, but but it's 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 those type of things that really um any. I, but that's that's the great thing about art in of itself. It causes us to have more introspection of who we are and what we do and that's i think that's one of the beauty things about anime as a whole yeah i saw a uh a breakdown it was a meme it had a breakdown of all the different types of geeks and there was one that was like a thoughtful geek that like and there was a little blurb about have you ever thought of the deeper elements of and it said enter fandom here and i feel like in any given conversation that's usually me where you know you, you I don't know. I just I it kind of goes hand in hand. Right. When when you have these these worlds that are lived in, these characters that are flushed out, all of those kinds of things, it allows for that immersion to say, what would I do in this situation? Or or, you know, I I think for a lot of us, we can appreciate a, a good old fashioned redemption arc. You know what I mean? See, see the sinner become a saint sort of thing. Mm-hmm. and and see that progression of the individual and, and i think that there's a there's a there's a bit of um almost living vicariously that that takes place when anime is at its best because you're using this character as a means to kind of put yourself in their shoes and like you said kino Ask about the 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 deeper things and poke and prod. Does my life have meaning? What does this mean? What would I do? And and understanding more of the world around you, more especially for for us Christians, you know, asking and pushing the boundaries on the bubble and asking questions of God and things like that, and and you know, poke and prod at the world around us. 
that pound for pound, you know, I, I would put comics and anime right at the top of that conversation as the best mediums to be able to accomplish that. I agree with that. And anime is not so much a genre as it is a style. I absolutely promise that there is an anime out there for you, noble listener. There is something for you out there. They are not all shonen, despite what you may think. That is true. true. That is true. That is true. That is true. But most I am of the good su- ones are. Yeah, yeah, I'm a sucker for shonen style. Like it's, it's very much the hero's journey most of the time yeah. with a lot yeah. of it, and you know, I, I'm I'm a sucker for that. You know, that's 99% of what people of my generation, Kino. I I would guess you you know what I'm talking about. That yep. you know. So much of the IPs that we reach for all kind of have instilled that same style of storytelling, that same that hero's journey. What do you do in the face of peril? All of those kinds of things in such a way that, yeah, that's uh, I'm a sucker for that style. But yes, they are right. That is not the only flavor of anime. You like sports? We got sports. <laughs> You like cooking. fighting? We got fighting. Cooking? Food Wars. Check it out. Yep. Nice. If all you want is a cheesy romance, there's that. If you want horror, there's that. When Table you- tennis? Exclusively ping pong? <laughs> Check it out. It's in my top ten. Ping pong the animation. Fantastic. Entire show all about gambling. It There's just, like, there's so many just little niche animes. You will find something. Ice skating? Right. Basketball? Hockey? Baseball? Soccer? Painting? Volleyball. Volleyball, I guess. Yeah. Swimming? It's it's endless. Endless list. Fascinating. All right. So with that, you guys ready to head into the wrap-up? I think we are. Let's do it. All right. So real quick, rapid fire. Let's go around reading recommendations, viewing recommendations for our lovely listeners. I'll start with you, Kino. Um, I'm going to go with uh, this anime that I discovered. By accident, it's called Kingdom. Oh, that that was a surprisingly wonderful anime, and uh, this it's just Kingdom. Just if you can get a chance, check it out. I think it's on Hulu. Kingdom, gorgeous manga too. I will check it out now. How about you, TJ? I gotta say, read Bleach, catch up to Bleach. You do not want to miss the Thousand Year Blood War arc. That is going to be released this year. It will be the best anime arc that has come out this year. I promise you that. Okay. There you go. Josh? All right. So I would say Tower of God. Read it. Watch it. I don't care. Tower of God. You just, it is in a lot of ways kind of a sleeper hit. I don't think it gets nearly the press it deserves. Tower of God. And for a non-anime recommendation, I'll say I am halfway through the first book in the wheel of time series and it's good this man is spitting facts your honor <laughs> the wheel of time is great yep i'm only halfway through the first book i i i have to say like i i've heard such crazy things about it that without having read any of it or known really anything about it i bought the first 10 books in the series worth it uh, good purchase uh, yeah Again, I got I got them all off off eBay as a bundle. It was great, and it's gonna it's gonna be good when I have to do some uh, when I need something to read on my long flights that I'm gonna have coming up. So it'll be good. Uh, my recommendation uh, it came up ever so briefly, uh, but if you are a fan of of pretty anime, just well like well looking anime, Sailor Moon. Just I, I think I think is one of those anime that's just the the stylization, even for even for like the the scenery, the cats, the the just I, I think it's it's a very well done and underrated anime. And that's mainly because of all of the distribution issues that that show went through in the American uh, uh, distribution of it. But one of those that if you like if you like Dragon Ball Z then I would say it's pretty safe that you would like yeah. Sailor Moon. Also, uh, Sailor Moon beats Goku in a fight. So, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, you can't argue with me about that. You can try it. No, yeah. I have receipts. I have the facts. I'll yeah. take you to court. 
Sailor Moon beats Goku in a fight. And I hate to say it. Yeah. On another note, if you like Sailor Moon, go watch Puella Magi Madoka Magica and then come yell at me about it. Okay. Okay. Trust that me, you'll be mad at me. It's fine. <laughs> it's a great series. Okay. Um, and then for non-anime related uh, recommendations, man, I gotta keep I gotta keep beating the drum of the last Ronin. If you haven't checked it out yet, first off, go and read all of it. Then second, tune in to the interview that we did with Kevin Eastman, um, where he weighs in on the whole thing. It is uh, just go back and listen to that episode. I won't go up on my soapbox and talk about how much of a masterpiece this thing is, but for real and for true, it's a masterpiece. So um, with that, if you guys are looking for more geeky goodness for your ear holes, you can check out systematicgeekology.org or patreon.com slash systematicgeekology. We are currently in the year of Lewis. And so we've got reviews of the movies up there. All kinds of specials from some of Lewis's other works, as well as so much more. We've got all sorts of things over there, and you guys get to keep uh, help us keep the lights on while you're at it. And to hear more from us, your your esteemed hosts for this geeky good time, um, you can go to systematicgeekology.org and click on the host tab. And you'll be able to uh, see what everybody is up to and where to hear more. So with that, friends, stay geeky. And remember, we are all a chosen people, a geekdom of peace. This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.